Um, actually, before I start, you know, get back into the subject of karma, actually this relates very much to the subject of karma, what I want to say, um, <laughs> is, uh, you know how we, we uh, start all of our sessions generating a good motivation? And it might seem kind of funny, uh, you know, always all this effort about, you know, motivation, motivation, and sometimes you might feel even funny, you know, I'm going to become a Buddha for all sentient beings. Isn't that really far-fetched, you know? I mean, I don't, how can I think of that? I don't really want to do that. I mean, I don't even know what enlightenment is and all these sentient beings. It's just too much, you know? And so I'm, I'm saying it, but I'm not really feeling it in my heart. I'm kind of saying it. and It's a nice, you know, sometimes I can even get myself to think it's a nice idea, but, you know, I don't really in my heart have the motivation to liberate all sentient beings. And so there might come this kind of feeling of, of uneasiness, like we're generating this good motivation that, you know, we're kind of like trying to cultivate something we don't real, really feel. So then we might say, well, well, why even do this? Let's just scratch it. Forget about saying all these words that I don't really feel. And, you know, I mean, I've definitely had this thought. <laughs> okay. Now, I want to tell you, tell you my experience, you know, because I just sat another retreat. It was a beautiful retreat, you know, very good teacher, very excellent practice. But you know what I missed is there was no talk of bodhicitta in it. And I got more and more anxious, <laughs> you know, because there was no talk of motivation. It was like we were doing this incredible meditative practice. I mean, one of these great practices that the Buddha taught that's really very powerful and very precious, but there was no talk about why we're doing it. You know, it was just kind of assumed that, well, this is going to help us in some way. But there's no real talk of why. And I began to really, and I realized in my heart, I, I was really missing just even the words of talking about loving kindness and altruism and bodhicitta and other sentient things. And I began to realize that even though all these years I was going through, and it was like I was saying these words, but I didn't really feel them. And like I was just saying, sometimes you feel kind of uncomfortable. When you stop saying the words, even, then you realize that actually something has sunk in from saying the words. You know? But even though you haven't felt them, somehow, just by reminding oneself again and again and again, this isn't just for my own little happiness. This is for a bigger purpose. It's for the welfare of others. And even though that we don't really feel that inside, you know, it might just be a, an aspiration or something we admire, but somehow the force of generating that again and again and again with effort, you know, and artificially, somehow it has a, a very strong impact on the mind, which I didn't even see until there was no talk of it. You know, and then I used to go and complain to the guy who was leading the retreat. <laughs> I was a big headache to her. I kept complaining. Where's the bodhicitta? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I began to see, because my teacher, you know, all my teachers actually, the first thing they say in the beginning of a teaching is, 
remember the motivation and let's do this for the enlightenment of all beings. And, you know, we kind of tend to hear this motivation. Oh, yes, it's the same old words. And, you know, they all the lamas say the exact same words before all the teachings. So let's finish that up and get to the interesting stuff in the teachings. And really, just this lack of it in this retreat really woke me up to how very precious just even the words were to whatever degree that saying those words generated that feeling in our heart, it made it really, really precious. And I began to really understand why, you know, motivation continually again and again and again and again is emphasized in the Buddha's teachings. Because um, basically, it's very interesting, we do get what we want. Yeah? And if you want enlightenment, you'll eventually get enlightenment. But if you don't want enlightenment, and you don't think about it, and so you do whatever Dharma practice you're doing with kind of no particular motivation or the motivation that, well, may I feel good, then you'll feel good, and that's it. You know? I mean, you kind of get what you get what you ask for. And... Uh, I began to think that even one does incredible meditation practice, you know, you develop in very high concentration or you, you know, medit- do these incredible meditations or visualizations or whatever you're doing. If there's no cultivation of a proper motivation beforehand, then it becomes like any other worldly action you're doing in your life. Because what you're left with is your basic ordinary motivation, which is, well, I'm doing this because it makes me feel better right now. Which there's nothing wrong with, but it just has the effect of only making us feel better right now and then finished. Yeah? And I began to really see, you know, that, that um, you know, that having a, a Dharma action isn't a question of knowing the meditation technique only. It's a question of your motivation while you're doing it. And so that's why so much emphasis again and again and again and why we start out with the prayers and we take time out at the beginning and, you know, waking up in the morning and thinking today I'm going to do whatever I do for the benefit of others. Again and again and planting that motivation on our mind stream. Because even if it is artificial, it will lead to that goal. Whereas... You know, you do a whole spiritual thing, but it doesn't become spiritual if you don't have a spiritual motivation. It becomes worldly, doesn't it? You know? So instead of, uh, you know, lying down for a nap, you meditate to feel better. Instead of, you know, taking a, a Librium or a Valium or whatever it is, you meditate to feel better. <laughs> I mean, it's true, it's less expensive. <laughs> but that's, that's, all it, that's all it gives you. Yeah? If, if that's all you're doing it for. That's why this motivation is so important. And so this is relating very much to karma because the karma of what we do is dependent on the motivation of why we do it. Yeah? So the whole thing is why we do something, not so much just what we do. Again and again we come back to this, you know. The mind is the creator. Our intention is the creator. Okay.